The, uh, before we get started here, we got a couple of little things I want to say. Uh, <laughs> I've been asked several times in the last week, uh, well, are you nervous? You know what? Y'all know what I did for a living, right? I worked in the emergency room. I'm used to walking into roomfuls of strangers and saying, hi, my name's Bob, and carrying on a conversation with them. And as long as I did that and, and doing this, you know, at least y'all don't have something you want to show me. <laughs> Other thing I wanted to say before we started this, you know, there's commercial on television that I just, I cackle every time I see one of them. Uh, and I know y'all saw it if, in the last several months. And it's this, I don't even know what they're advertising because I get to laughing so hard I lose that. But they they will say something to someone and they get this weird look on their face and kind of cross their eyes and then you have this little and their head explodes and there's this little purple smoke comes out of it and they still stand in there like, oh my, this was some kind of epiphany for them. Well, you know, while I was developing this lesson, I had one of those moments. And I'll share that with you in a little bit. In this country, especially right now, during this political season, we hear a lot about freedom. Uh, we're not going to pursue the political aspects or all those things of that. But here in America, we value our freedom. We even had a war here about 150 years ago that involved, it may not have started out to be all about slavery, but it was about freedom, partially at least. Tonight, we're going to talk about John 8.32. If you want to turn over there, we're going to be jumping around a lot, but the first few verses we'll look at is in John chapter 8. And the first one we're going to look at is verse 32. And impartial, it says... And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So what we're going to try to do a little bit tonight is examine that statement that Jesus made. We're going to try to come up with three points. First one, what what is it that we need to be freed from. Second, what is this truth that will free us? 
And third, how do we use that truth to gain our freedom? So let's answer, see if we can answer this first question. What, uh, what are we being freed from? Well, if you look two verses below that, in John eight thirty four, Jesus says, Jesus answered them, Everyone that committeth sin is a bondservant or a slave to sin. And here's where it gets a little quicker. Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 3 verses 10 says, None is righteous. No, not one. So, you know, yeah, I'm pretty good. I don't really... I'm not a, I'm not a, a slave. I'm a merkin. I'm free. Yeah, uh, Jesus says that we are, that anybody that sins is a bondservant. And then in these other verses, we've demonstrated that, you know what, every one of us are guilty of that. So that answers the first question, what we need to be freed from, sin. The bondage of sin. Second question. So what is the truth that is going to free us? Again in John 8, verse 24. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. For except ye believe that I am he... Jesus, the Christ, ye shall die in your sins. John 5.24 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that, believe, he that heareth my word and believeth him that sent me hath eternal life. <clears throat> Matthew 28.18 says, All authority hath been given unto me, Jesus in heaven and on earth. So, first truth Jesus is Lord. He has all authority. We have to believe that Jesus is the Christ, or we will die in our sins. Mark 16, 16, Jesus spake, this is Jesus speaking again, but he that believeth not shall be condemned. So, all we got to do is believe, right? That's what it says. Not all it says, but that's the start. We know that that's not all it says because in James... Chapter 2, verse 19, even the demons believe and shudder. Back to Matthew 28. He is commanded 
you know, he's giving this great commission to his apostles to teach them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. So if he has all authority and we need to believe that Jesus has all authority, so we do believe that, let's just say, we all believe that thing. So now we need to observe or follow all those things that he has commanded of us. So how do we use that truth, that truth that Jesus is Lord? How do we use that to free ourselves or to become free? Acts 26.20 says, Repent and turn to God. Why? Well, Luke 3 or 13:3 says except ye repent ye shall all likewise perish. Again, you'll die in your sins. Romans 10 verse 9 says, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Jesus is Lord, and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Hey, that's good. I already believe Jesus is Lord. So, I'm good, right? There's more to it. Matthew 28, 19. We're going to keep coming back to Matthew 28. <laughs> I'm afraid. Uh, 28.19 says, Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then we've already read verse 20, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So, we need to Spend a little time in the water. Acts 2.38. We need to repent. Repent ye and be baptized every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? For the remission of your sins. Once again... We see that sin is the problem. We need to wash it away to channel that truth, to accept that truth that will make us free. So, where are we? What is the truth? Well, Let's look at it like it's key. Here's key. It's no good unless you use it. It's just kind of a not even really heavy enough to be a paperweight. So what's the key to all this? 
The key is Jesus is Lord, and he has all authority in Matthew 28, 19, or 18. So we, we've got the key, Jesus. In order to use that key, we've got to unlock something. We must repent of our sins, Acts 2.38. That's sticking that key in the lock. We're not there yet, though. We've stuck that key in that lock. We've got the key. We've got the lock. We've stuck it in there. We're starting to. We're starting to get that way. We must confess Jesus before men. Got the key. It's in the lock. And we turned it. If we confess Jesus before men, God will confess us, or he will confess us before God. And that's Matthew 10, 32. Back to Matthew 28, verse 20. We be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit. And, of course, in Acts 2, 38, for the remission of our sins. We've unlocked that door, and we've pushed it open, and we're able to walk inside. Now, if we want to stay inside, Revelations 2, verse 10, remain faithful unto death, and I'll give you a crown of life. Let's turn over to Ephesians chapter 4. Verses 4 through 8. This is scripture all of us are familiar with. We've read this a, a number of times. How many in my life, I don't know. But I'm going to read it again. There is one body, one spirit. Even as also you were called in the in one hope of your calling. One Lord, truth. One faith, truth. One baptism, truth. One God and Father of us all, truth. Who is over all and through all and in all. But unto each one of us was the grace giving given according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Here's that verse. Wherefore he said, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men I don't know how many times I've read this verse but I never really got it and I don't know 
that I can adequately explain it. But he bound captivity. He took captivity and led it away captive and gave us gifts. One of those gifts that he gave us was the ability to be free from sin. Now this wasn't a long lesson. <laughs> and I'm sure there's plenty of going, yeah, well, <laughs> that's probably okay. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. And here's what I really want you to think about. We've been given gifts. That gift was from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That gift is freedom from sin. All you have to do is accept that. Are you willing to accept that gift? Will you repent of your sins? Will you confess Jesus before men so that he will confess you before his Father in heaven? And will you be baptized for the remission of your sins? You know, we got water right here. I know some people are afraid of things, you know, have fears of speaking in public. I made a little joke of that, but that's a true fear for some folks. Water's a, a big fear, you know. Soap apparently is one of them as well. <clears throat> and sometimes that's in connection with their fear of the water. But we have water here to be baptized in. If you need that, there are people here praying for you and, and wanting you to take that step. If that's not your need, if you just have fallen away and as in Revelations 2 have not been faithful unto death then maybe you need to reevaluate that life you've been living we can help you with that too I I Chris came to me this morning and asked me what sermon was about, and he picked the perfect invitation song. And, and I am very pleased with that choice, because I wouldn't have ever thought of it. We're going to sing that just in a second, as he walks up here. And if you need anything that we can help you with, 
Just let us know. Chris? When 